0: Banter, my name is Kevin And I'm Leslie. This is season 2, almost the end of season 2 What happened after Britpop with some of the bands and albums Twitter and Facebook, we are at Britpop Banter Although we're not on there very much uh, Or email us at britpopbanter at gmail.com All views expressed on this podcast are 100% our own And while we poke fun at some bands and artists We appreciate their talent and sacrifice to create these albums I'm feeling good about today Oh yeah? I have I The weather has just become It's glorious I mean it's, it's a lovely sunny gorgeous day in Sydney Spring has definitely sprung And I It's been a good couple of weeks for music And uh, so I'm looking forward to this episode So this week is all about Snow Patrol mm-hmm. And the album Final Straw It's listeners pick It was Mizzle's pick Which i will get to a little bit later on um last episode, Little Kicks by Manson.
1: I can't even remember.
0: It was a while ago, wasn't it? it feels We've left this late and we did the other one early, so it does feel a little bit all over the place. Mixed bag, mixed responses on the old little kicks, which we knew we'd get yeah. some underappreciated it and it was good to go back and listen to. And then some went, Yeah, just just not my not my cup of tea. Yeah. But yeah. it's always good talking about Manson. I always find Paul is is a fascinating character. Uh, And there's always stuff I find out about Um, So a couple of call-outs from last week I made a mistake uh, on the song of the week Uh, And so massive apologies to Stuart Wills Not Willis So for anyone who has been Googling him Trying to find that song It's StuartWills.com Not Stuart Willis So I apologise I'm going to blame my eyesight I really am
1: Attention at detail Uh,
0: Yeah, just I think I'm Yeah, yeah, just Yeah must have been wearing my contacts like I'm wearing That's, now uh, um, I got a notification that we're on Amazon Music as well What's Amazon, Pod- Amazon Music? Well you know how, what do you mean now, what's Amazon So Amazon Prime, yeah. right, it's, which is really good if you haven't got it um, they Is do it a- though? I've found nothing on it, nothing I, No, Prime is good
1: Absolute nothing and it looks amateur when you go on I don't like the layout It looks Absolutely appalling and Can we talk look-
0: about Netflix's new layout It is Hideous Where everything's just Big and takes up 75% of the screen It's Well no,
1: that's only The top 10
0: Hate it Hate it Makes me not want to watch it Prime is like $7 a month And you get Good movies And good content The Boys is on there Which is my favourite show At the moment Amateur You're amateur mate um, You're so- amateur
1: mate I'm not a streaming service That makes no sense <laughs> It does. You can't deny it looks crap.
0: It's not great. I'll give it. It's not. That's flashy, what I mean. So you go s-
1: on, and I go oh, so then I just turn it off.
0: Okay. Um So we are on Amazon. Have a music streaming service which you get free with Prime. To be fair, I've never used it. And uh, it better look better than their bloody TV. Don't think it does. But the they do have a podcast section which they've just launched and we are on there.
2: Oh,
0: but the no podcast one will find us. the you know no find. the podcast service is not in Australia, so it's not launched in Australia. So I can't check if it's there. So if anyone else can find it, send me a screenshot to let me know that it's there. I've got an email that it's there. I don't know. Uh, so thanks Amazon for that. Um I attended my first virtual music gig. Oh, was that? I went to... I was going to say, I went to see. Uh, So I saw Mercury Machine. Oh, yes. At the Met. Uh, You know, we talked about the fact that they should have been in Japan right now at the uh, music conference over there. The Kansai music conference. And uh, so they they rented out the Met. They had some... uh, I've got to say, it was... It was really good to see Mercury Machine live. They're a great band and it was good to hear their music and uh, they got a good stage presence. The production was really good as well. It was just a bit unusual because the time difference meant I got up on the Sunday morning and was watching it and I'm watching it on my iPad and all this stuff and I was just walking around the house taking my iPad with me, set it up in the shower, had my shower, listening to (laughs) Mercury Machine. Is this the future of concerts where you're like just doing... I hope not. Jobs around the house, but uh, jobs around the house. It was really good. It was, it was actually really good to see them. So that was good. The big news is that our boy won Mercury Prize. I
1: know, so happy.
0: Did you see his wee face when I he know. told them? Oh, so happy. He was just. That's what you want. That's what you want. Someone who's genuinely taken back by it and just lost for words and just a nice guy. Just looks like a nice guy.
1: I'm so pleased he won. Well deserved. Like it was just head and shoulders. You know, the only one that came close really was Laura Marling for me.
0: Yeah, they did say I can't. Was it Joe Wiley? I can't remember who it was, but they they did say look, the entire panel was in agreement about who had won this year. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. So he won it hands. So it wasn't
1: was Charlie XCX. Was she close? Was that a close second, maybe?
0: Mm, close second, bottom oh, uh, Awful Awful, awful stuff So look, I'm really happy If you haven't listened to Michael Kiwanuka Go and listen to It's It's fantastic Yeah The other big, big news just dropped Which is our boy, Trumpo He's not doing so well, is he? Oh dear So which one do you want to talk about? Do you want to tackle the debate first? Very, very quickly Let's tackle
1: the debate Because I watched that And I wasn't sure what I was watching <laughs> Um, just like two old men having an argument. Could but have mean, been in an RSL.
0: Uh, yes, they should be in an RSL.
1: Um, I.
0: <laughs> How do you think? So first of all, a lot of a lot of. Uh, if you haven't watched it, it's basically two old men bickering and one bickering, and the guy in the middle trying to make, trying to stop them. Did you find what was his? The was it Charlie? What was the guy's name? The guy in the middle who tried to be the medium between the oh, two guys. Oh, it was hard for him. He got beaten up a bit in the press. But so what I don't, do you do? What do you do? I mean, he tried his best.
1: I mean, you've got to imagine, as far as type A personality goes, Trump is that and more. And then you've got, you know, Joe Biden as well. You're talking about two people who feel they can be the President of the United States. They're not just going to sit and listen to you to tell you to stop talking. Mm. Like, they're not going to care. In fact, that guy in the middle for them is just pointless. I mean, Joe Biden was a little bit more respectful of him. Yes. Trump wasn't. Um... Trump is a fanny. Like I, <laughs> like, I was trying to think of something smarter, but I don't have it. I mean, he just is... I mean, it's funny to watch him. That's and then um, You have to watch... There's a show on Stan um, called... It's called... Oh, I just watched it last night. And it's basically... About when you know James Comey of the FBI. I've had seen it. Vis- yeah, yes. I've seen
0: the trailer for it. Yeah. So good. Okay. Yeah. All and right.
1: whoever plays Trump, I can't remember. Is actually like, does a good job. But you're like that. I bet you did all that, and I bet you speak like that because mm. I've seen you do it. It's he's just incoherent, mm. and it's just. But it makes you laugh. You want to watch it because you're like, if you forget the. If you forget the gravity of the situation in terms of he is the man to run the free, like the, the leading country in <laughs> yeah, the free yeah. world. If you just watch it, and then the things that he says, and he's like, nope, sad, nope, didn't happen, fake news. <laughs> and then you watch him, and you're like, you're hilarious. But then you go, oh, hold on.
0: <laughs> you're the president.
1: That's really bad. Um... What I do you worry ha, about ha, Joe ha, Biden, he's too old.
0: I, I totally agree it's with you. It's just the
1: age. I'm like that. If this if you were ten years younger, you'd have just eaten him for breakfast. Agreed. Because you're clearly smart. Very. And I think you've got morals that are like streets ahead of and political savviness that is streets ahead of Trump. So you would hope you could wipe the floor with them. But then Clinton did wipe the floor with them last year. It made no difference.
0: Oh, I I, I agree with that. So that,
1: that's so also, these debates are pointless because nobody's watching these for their political pride. Well, some people will be. But people just want to hear Trump just say the things that get people excited. No COVID, build a wall. Now you've got it. Oh God.
0: Well, here's why so Joe Biden's seventy seven. Seventy seven years old. Yeah, I know. I thought, you know, so a couple of things. I thought Trump was Trump, no surprises there. I don't think he had any moments in the debate. Um, I definitely think of that comment around the extremists.
3: Oh, oh God, you
0: the just, just, boys. just oh, oh, stand by. Like, come on, mate. That's
1: You've just incited violence.
0: I I just, you know, the whole uh postal vote thing that he's doubling down on, like just, I don't think I don't think he had a good day at the office. Uh, when does he? Well, on the flip side, I don't think Biden had a uh, had a you know a home run either. No. I think he stumbled a little bit. I think he lost train of his thought. I think he let Trump get to him a little bit. At times, he appeared unprofessional because he was responding to Trump. The whole thing of talking to the camera with the two hands out. I thought you're overdoing that, and I, I knew what he was trying to do, but I think it just was—it was too much. So I think ultimately, I mean, this this was a nil-nil draw for both of them. No one scored any goals. No. Um, and then, so you sort of—so there's been all this talk around. You know, is it going to be around two? Because there was talk about maybe you know did either party pull out because it just wasn't successful for any of them. And then you get the big news that Trump has COVID.
1: I want to watch... You know what may be more interesting for me is actually watching the vice president debate. Oh, my she, God, yes. Because she looks like she's actually got half a brain and could actually <laughs> cause some damage. Mike Pence is an absolute bell-end. <laughs>
0: like, can't... I haven't heard that term in a he's while. He's not
1: even allowed... Like, he's he doesn't allow himself to be in a room on his own with a woman. Mm. Like, what kind of moron? Mm. So you're either like... I don't know, being born in like eighteen forty five? Mm-hmm. Or you're some sort of pervert that can't actually control yourself. It's one of the two. <laughs> because why can't you that is outrageous thing to say. And his his thoughts on like women, oh, it's, it's homosexuality, very, everything yeah. is just gross. Yeah. So, so but I think um, Kamala Harris the but the only thing that gets me excited, and this is awful. Is that the reality? Is Joe Biden will struggle to see a four term, a full term, Oh yeah. and then it will default to her, mm-hmm. and then we could have a smart black woman running America, that's true. and I would be oh, over the moon. <laughs> like it would be incredible. Um, so that's the only thing that I kind of yeah. go: just got to get Biden in. You just got to get the Democrats in. I don't care who fronts them. Just get them in. Just get rid of this clown over here, and then we can all move on with our life. And then Biden, you know, he might even go, this is too hard in two years, and then pull out. Like, there's so many other options that could happen.
0: He's you eight, what is he, eight, eight points ahead, and he's held that lead for, well, actually, I think six six or so months so now. So was Clinton. So was Clinton. And I, one thing I've learned... When well, you
1: watch this Comey thing, you realise how much, and you, you have to watch it, it's so good, you realise that that email debacle fucked her. And the truth of the matter is that um, there weren't anything. I mean, she was a moron for using her personal email, yes. but there weren't anything. There wasn't anything in there, mm. but it just it had that seed of doubt. Mm. And he had played. He hasn't done such a great campaign this time that he managed to convince America mm. that Hillary Clinton was crooked. Yeah, correct. And they believed it. Correct. And then when you, so he's saying this, and then there's this FBI investigation mm-hmm. bubbling here. Mm. That's what lost mm. it for her because right at the very end, there was the guy who got. So, basically, her advisor's husband turned out to be this, like, weirdo sex pest, like, sex texting. Right. And because of him, they had to go through her emails again. Because oh. he got busted, like, sending all these gross sex texts. So, there was a, there were a lot of things that kind of went against her. Plus, all the Russian interference that when you watch this around actually winning Trump mm. the election. Because they were spreading all this crap about... Um, I know, that's so... so um, about... The yeah, he was like the just the lies that Russia were spreading about Clinton. So well, he's there try- hasn't he's, been as much of that.
0: No, well, he's tried to get Senile Biden. No
1: one's really buying and that, and
0: no one's buying that. And then when you actually see Biden on TV, that was the big thing: sleepy Joe Biden. You know, uh Senile, and he's you know he's he's fine. He's speaking. I mean, I do think he stumbled a bit, but overall, he just had to show up and not be crazy. Uh, and he would be okay Which he which was Which he did yes. Yeah. So I
1: didn't see, get He was senile I mean you can think That he maybe tripped
0: on his words He did but He's 77 Who doesn't trip on I mean, the Trump's words Trump's what 73 Something like that as well So be either I mean I don't know what it is With getting presidents that old It's, it's way too old I know Do you um, not
1: worries me About the Covid thing
0: Right go Right so you take your spin on it Go
1: so he's got, does he even have it? But anyway This is the
0: other question I said this morning I went, does he actually have because it? or is this he a play? He'll come he'll out of it, it in five days And he'll beat Nobody it
1: Nobody beats COVID like me
0: Exactly, I beat I'm it, so I've shown America
1: There's nothing to worry about COVID, I had it And then you can imagine him hearing it I had it, little cough, no worries Slip down, fake news, don't worry about it, look at me And you'll be like that, oh my god So, so, he, so you'll get all these Americans exactly. thinking COVID isn't a thing
0: Yep I thought exactly the same thing as you and then I thought, well... Because he knows he's losing. He's got a pride thing going on. So is this a sympathy play, you think, maybe?
1: Sympathy, no, it's going just... to be a look at me, I'm so strong I beat COVID.
0: Yeah, yeah I did, I did question tapes. it. I don't know. In fact, and actually the media haven't questioned it either. They've gone hook, line and sinker for this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually with you on this. I think this is going to be interesting. Only because
1: there's been a lot of medical professionals verified it. So you would really hope to God that they wouldn't be that corruptible to be, like, making crap up about... Covid tests But you just don't know If he said it With no verification From anyone Just like I have it And like no one Had said anything Or no one Because this person Who I think his um, Advisor Had it first Correct It makes me go Then maybe But if it was just him One day woke up I have Covid Yeah exactly I'd have been like Do you Do you really Uh, Or is it heartburn From your McDonald's You fat fuck
0: (laughs) Jesus Uh, I mean we may get Mike Pence so, uh, I think Trump had checked into hospital this morning. Uh, he walked out the White House. He looked okay. It says he's just tired, so he's going just into uh, hospital just, just to, to be careful. Uh, he's not handing our o- power to Pence. As if uh, he would. As if he would. He'll, he'll, he'll tweet his on his deathbed, still saying stuff.
1: And look, let's be honest. I don't wish him any ill. No. I would never wish anyone any ill. Absolutely. And I hope he's fine. But... Um,
0: I mean, you can't write this stuff sometimes, really.
1: Yeah, it just makes you wonder. I
0: want Biden. I want to know the Biden. Biden hasn't said anything yet. Oh,
1: he has. He's not got it. Negative <sighs> test came back this morning.
0: Wearing a mask. You know, his wife stepped onto the podium wearing a wearing a mask, uh, and then you've got Melania in the corner not wearing a mask, like
1: and he gave him a kiss. It's a big, a f- big
0: COVID kiss. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. American politics. Do you know what else I forgot? What, really quickly. I saw Bill Shorten on the TV uh, for the first time this week, right? Talking. I forgot about him. Thank you. So did I. So uh, who's Bill Shorten? Well,
1: he was the Labour leader, but he and he lost the election. Yeah. And now he's something else. I saw right.
0: him on the TV and I went, "I forgot about you." And to be honest, I've kind of forgotten about Australian politics. When well, was this the last? Uh, yeah, I mean, just yeah, American politics is so much more interesting than ours. Anything else? Uh, I mean, how have you been overall?
1: Um, uh, apart from
0: playing golf every day, I think you've got an obsession.
1: Well, not every day. It just it's, I had yesterday uh, off.
0: Played golf yesterday and this morning.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Mm. That's two days in a row.
0: How many uh, rounds of golf played did on you your play? Own. Yeah, I did. I went so, ahead.
1: what are you talking about?
0: How many rounds of golf did you play last weekend?
1: I did three. <laughs> In the one day, (laughs) (laughs) I was shuffling all Sunday night.
0: You would have been sore. That really was. That was a long, long day for you. So you've been all right.
1: I've been fine. Yeah, it works. Busy. The sun's coming out though. It feels like summer. The news, like I don't know. I'm feeling more optimistic about the world.
0: Good. Um, Weather changes helped, obviously. That really does.
1: <laughs> um, I just feel more optimistic about things because yeah. there's less, like you know, New South Wales. We've not had any cases. No,
0: we've been really good. The UK, fortunately,
1: they're, don't, they're going in a doing great well. place.
0: And heading into
1: we're kind of like o- starting to open up states. Yeah, Bit and also pubs
0: and restaurants. That apparently that's coming soon. They're going to start lapsing the rules there as well. So I hope Queensland so before my is opening day. up. On, I think it's the 1st of November, Queensland's opening up
1: I really need them to make it more than a table of 10 Because believe it or not, I actually do have more than 10 friends
0: I don't believe that
1: I do Do you really? Yeah And so, um, I'm I'm at a loss of what to do You know, I'm going to turn 40 I'm happy to share that Um, And, you know, right now you can only have 10 people in like a place Or 20 in your house and Why don't we just do a house party then I don't want. No, if there's enough room for 20 people
0: here. Masks on
1: I mean that's just so grim It's fine 20 people in my house with masks on I'd just rather not bother Oh god You want to come to a party with a mask on
0: I've got a nice mask So.
1: And would you need a mask now There's no like, There's no trans Yeah there's mission, no local yeah.
0: transmit cases So, so I'm maybe like well, not. where are
1: you going to get it from The people you know Anyway I just think that I'd fart Anyway if they relax it a bit, I'll be happier.
0: But you're getting better. Like, you are feeling better, healthier, happier, weather change.
1: Well, I wasn't feeling unhealthy. I just didn't. I was just um, getting over the um, world. I really was. So, <laughs> like, it's just so depressing because you just think about, like, Trump, America. Then, that, then you think about him trying to put this lady in as the, oh in the Supreme Court, and her views are outrageous. It's like we're hands made still. That's what we're going back to. And then you're just like, Covid, you can't leave, you can't travel over here, I'm not allowed to leave the country. It was all a bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a bit better now. Good. The world, we will we'll, we'll get there. We will get back to normal. I do feel confident about that. That's good. That's fine. That's all right.
0: Um, all right, shall we get into Song of the Week? Let's get yes, cracking. Uh, Shader, time is right. Rock and roll band Shader deliver an eclectic swirl of huge melodic guitar riffs and northern grooves colliding with addictive arena sized choruses. The band recently signed to Manchester indie rock and roll label 42's Records. The debut physical release featured double A-side time is right and Be My Saviour with both tracks getting national radio play on the likes of Radio X, Amazing Radio and Record of the Week on XX Manche- XS Manchester. Well now you song of the week on us, I mean really. Peak.
1: Yeah, forget Excess Manchester <laughs>
0: <laughs> Live, the band have built up a strong fan base from relentless gigging and word of mouth reputation from enigmatic performances mantra grooves with melodic wall of sound guitars with frontman Stu Whiston's vocals reminiscent, reminiscent of great British rock and roll singers yes. by Gig Sludge It's a banger, I have to say this Banger! Is, it's an absolute cracking song. Uh, so here is Shader, Time Is Right Time is right Very very good Right Let's say yeah. <laughs> Who do you want to start with?
1: So we've either got uh, Biffy Clyro or doves, We're going to start with Biffy Go on then Okay So NME Four out of five Fuck everybody, fuck everybody, woo. No, not a leaked Dominic Cummings memo, but the closing screams of Biffy Clyro frontman Simon Neal on the epic cop syrup. The six-minute finale and highlight of the Scottish trio's ninth album, a celebration of endings. If there was ever a band to have lived by that mantra and done things their way, then it's them. It's not a nihilistic message, though. It's about ripping up the real book and doing what feels right. Across their first three albums, the often shirtless Kilmarnock pals traded in a twisted brand of poppy post-hardcore, anthemic enough to make them mid-afternoon festival favourites, but always with a perverse pleasure in marrying their sweet hooks to jarring time signatures, wonky riffs and baffling lyrics. Since then, they've balanced their status as arena rockers with that early ponchon for experimentalist. It also seems that 2019's strange sprawling and cinematic balance, not symmetry, Allow Biffy to clear the decks and exercise some of their more overindulgent tendencies. The result, the 11 track A Celebration of Endings, is the band's most concisely satisfying audio adventure since 2009, only Revolutions. This is the kind of album that really makes you miss losing your shit at festivals. Mm. Weird Leisure is a fierce desert rock beast, and Pink Limit features the kind of bruising rift that'll. Make it an ideal Biffy encore. Of course, the record isn't all shirtless bluster. There's some sweetness to the orchestral space which would be lifted from a Disney soundtrack where the lighters up loveliness of opaque shows off Biff's knack for a jerker that will sit well with fans. Celebration ...of endings as a record of extremes. At one end, there's Bring Me The Horizon-style trance-driven apocalypse bop instant history. Yep. At the other, there's aforementioned Metal Meets Mozart, Beltar, Cop Syrup. It's truly a statement for those dumpster fire times. But even if you put aside the lofty notions of rebirth, you'll be left with an album that's just really fucking fun. Let this album into your life and enjoy a blast of optimism. Maybe, just maybe, things are going to be... All right. Oh,
0: oh that's awesome
1: That's lovely And The Guardian, not as happy, three out of five uh, Written and recorded well before lockdown The Scottish rock band's COVID-delayed ninth album And that's, I need to talk about this They were literally going to be on Les Says about four months ago oh. And I kept going, nope, and then check it again, check it again oh. Yeah, anyway Um. So, where am I? Oh, yeah, Simon Neal starts screaming at someone whose face is fucking numb with polishing off their stash of coke. The time signature in the chorus takes pleasure in wrong-footing you. A celebration of endings continues in this vein, never quite settling where you think it might. Biffy ca- Clyro can seem like two bands, a trio whose ringing Gallic positivity and guitar bluster can shake a fed- festival headline slot and a gnarlier, more messed-up proposition – for better are the tunes where spite and screaming take the upper hand. Mid-album, end of rages over a foundering relationship. There is no loss of melody, but net gain in low-slung low punk bass and tinnitus. Oh. I know, weird. So, interesting tale of two halves there were those reviews. Where do you fall?
0: Oh, so I can go fast. You can. Uh... I was, oh God, well, how do I start with this album? I So, first of all, because we haven't seen each other for a while, I have had a really good chance to listen to both albums. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, I've enjoyed both of them, right? So, spoiler for uh, Doves. But this album really surprised me. First time I listened to it, I was a bit, meh, meh. Second time, back in. Third time, and I just, I actually, this is probably the album I listened to more. Um but for very different reasons the first three songs north of no south the champ and weird leisure I'm like this is this is good this yeah. is really really good then it hits a bump tiny indoor fireworks uh and worst type meh, comes back with space disappears again comes back with instant history and for me that's the story of the album it it does it does go it, like a roller coaster and what I found for every amazing track, it's followed by a miss. But one thing I will say about this is that it's got a ton of variety. Mm-hmm. It's got so much. Uh, they've done an amazing track, like an amazing um, showcasing of their talent and diversity with this album, which is which has showcased nothing better than the final track, like "Cop Syrup" yeah. is. You think, when you listen to it, now, this is not, I, I want to play from this album. This is not that. I want I want everyone to go and listen to this album. Go through the journey of the album and when you hit the last track, you'll go, oh, what? This sounds like Blink-182 or it sounds like quite grungy. Mm-hmm. And then the track just swivels and changes into this amazing orchestral Number, it's in a perfect epitome of what a hurrah is to an album, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, very interesting. At times it's so good, other times it misses the mark when it goes that little middle of the road blink 182 cheesiness. But it's definitely worth the listen to, and I really enjoyed listening to this, and well done for creating an album so diverse for me, seven and a half out of ten. Uh and I wanna uh play instant history once you give me your take.
1: Um very similar. So it start for me it started off really well. I put, I didn't know what to expect Because Biffy have had the I used to I've listened to them over the years and sometimes I'd go, they're a bit too heavy for me yeah. Yeah? and I'd sort of gone in and out. But this first the first track doesn't give you that. You're like, no. Oh I think I might like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I was like, Great. Um, I must admit the first the first part of the second track I'm like yes I like it I'm yep. like this is yep. cheesy and I don't know what this is but it, then it comes but mm-hmm. it gets goes gets good mm-hmm. to your point it does go in and out like um like the in, like indoor fireworks time. Oh. It's awful oh, and you're horrible. like what are you still saying and so I don't like that um instant history I'm glad you've picked that I love it I think great. that's a great track and yeah look that is. And I'm glad you said it. I, was, I listened to it and I went, this is amazing. This is exactly what Kev thinks of have is. It is. A hundred percent. And so for me, I'm with you. First listen, I was on the fence. Me and I was too. like, oh.
0: I was a six. For the yeah, yeah.
1: And then I've gone back to it a few times because you're right. We've had a bit of time to actually take them in. Mm. Um, I haven't listened to it as much as mm. the second album. Well, I kind of figured that. Um but I still enjoy it mm. And I do like the fact it's diverse mm-hmm. And I do like the fact they do showcase I actually really enjoy his voice in some of the tracks mm-hmm. Sometimes you do get that American side But you then do. sometimes you hear his Scottishness mm-hmm. which is Oh yes it. And so then you go, do you know that's really interesting um, I will definitely listen to this album again Okay. agree um, Seven, I'm a seven
0: Hey, there we go, seven and a seven and a half That's pretty solid um, So we will play Biffy Clyro Instant History
2: Just my dreams for me All I learned Is instant history Is this how The surface will break Releasing the pressure The horrors that await Hell hath no fury like a human
0: That you're Obviously most excited about
1: I am excited to talk about Go that. on So I was excited to know They even had this album out
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, So it's Doves The album is The Universal Want mm-hmm. I'll kick you off With Pitchfork 6.7
0: Interesting mm.
1: The transformative Power of sound Has served as the subtext For basically Every song Doves Has ever written On Cathedrals of the Mind It's the entire text the band's Jimmy Goodwin describes the third single from Universal Want as a prayer to sonics, a recollection of ravers going insane, and an open field a sound systems blast at ego-crushing volumes. When the trio behind Dance Project... Yeah, because I keep forgetting they were behind Sub-Sub, Oh, they? yeah! Behind Sub-Sub reinvented themselves as a vaguely mysterious and grandiose Y2K Brit Rock band on their 2000 debut Lost Souls. There's no way... They would allow themselves to be so literal. As most of their peers have either shuttered or grown into the middle age tag, doves seem to, seem to their own continued existence as a form of defiance. If you got to believe in someone, don't make that person me. Godwin sniffs on prisoners, which seemingly advocates for rioting within the cell walls of your own life. It's an unusually bristling sentiment, especially... Um, with the swirling, string lace drums. Doves aren't just picking up where they left off, but actively invoking their two earliest and most beloved albums, mm. Lost Souls and Last Broadcast. They announce themselves with an intro leading into a bracing, percussive mission statement. The universal want does the same. A cracking Tony Allen breakfast serves as the selling point of carousels. Though doves aren't really hiding the rhythm or working within a pocket... The sample dominates an already crowded mix but maximalism is the point. Carousel works as a recreation of the competing nostalgias and Goodwin's lyrics. It's not meant to sound like the future. More they don't make them like this any more.
0: So. You go.
1: Alex Petridis.
0: Oh. From The Guardian. Go on. Four out of five. Yeah okay.
1: Last year, Doves played a series of comeback gigs nearly a decade on hiatus. The trio seemed startled by the response. It's sold out, frontman Jimmy Goodwin remarked from the stage at the Royal Albert Hall. This is incredible. You can understand his surprise, the world of rock and pop music feels noticeably different from the, ones, the one Doves departed, where Spotify had just launched. British indie bands routinely topped the charts and the only UK rap that broke mainstream Was cravenly poppy. Then again, why wouldn't they be welcomed back? With the benefit of hindsight, perhaps Dove's success rested on providing the same function for those acid house generation as the singer-songwriters of the 70s were reputed to have done for the boomers. Offer a soundtrack to changing lives to 30-something moment when you can no longer pass yourself off as young. Is that us now? (laughs) But the ability to hit a particular demographic right in what carousels the opener of Dove's new album calls the feels would certainly amount for the the warmth that greeted their return, and there's more of the same on the Universal want, or at least something similar. Despite a couple of tracks that date back to the band's first incarnation, the lyrics largely, largely seem to pick up ten years on. For Tomorrow sounds haunted by the difficulty of maintaining the beliefs that will get better in the face of increasing tranche of life experience that suggests they will get worse. We will breathe again, no more sorrows. We will love again. He sings. I hope. It could use a couple more musical moments along the lines, but clearly, that markers are at a stage as makers are at a stage in their careers where they want to reaffirm rather than shake their fans' expectations. Having spent the noughties carving out a distinctive niche, you can't blame them for sticking with it on their return. Not least because doves are very good at what they do. The f- the fans at their sellout reunion shows will be delighted. Their feels thoroughly battered once more. Oofed. Um, do you want me to go? Yes. Okay. So, I was so excited about this. Um, and then apprehensive, because oh, sometimes I always think that new releases are going to be pants. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> so it starts so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I honestly, I can't find a bad track. Okay. I just think it's amazing. I'm glad they called He, like Alex, Alexis called it for Tomorrow. It's an amazing track. Mm-hmm. I want us to play it if we can. Mm-hmm. The album for me is... Doves at their best. Mm-hmm. So it does. It meshes what I loved about Lost Souls, because you know how much I love that mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. And then the last broadcast was a bit more rocky, because mm-hmm. you had, like, Pounding, you had, bit mm-hmm. like, those tracks. It's like they've taken both of those and merged them. What I also love about it, and I think it was talked about with Pitchfork, is they haven't tried to go and be something else. They've really stuck to their roots, mm-hmm. and they've done it really well. Mm-hmm. It's not just a bland album. It's not just, oh we're just going to make an album like one of our others and it could merge into our discography like other bands do. And you're like, oh God, that just sounded the same as the last one. Mm-hmm. It was refreshing. Mm-hmm. It was, it reminded me in some ways, because in some ways we've been talking about a lot of albums in this um, series and some of the albums have been a bit, mm, yeah, and it's been a bit jaded and you're like, this is another average album. Mm. And it just reminded me that, you know what? In that decade there was great music and there were great bands to come out of it Mm -hmm. and I'm glad they've come back with a belter of an album because it just, I don't know, it just made me really happy. So for me, I'm 8.5 out of 10.
0: Interesting. 8.5, I thought you would have gone higher than that. No,
1: because, you know,
0: it's not storms, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I'll just read you my comments. Uh, Wow, what an album. This really blew me away and this is one of the best albums of the year Without doubt Listen to this heaps since the last episode In fact both albums both a great week for music His voice and the music are just tremendous mm. There is so much depth to this album The production is excellent There are a couple of down points uh, for me Mother Silver Lake Oh yeah And Forest House the last song I sort of go they're okay Solid, but okay. Um, this album has really turned me into a fan of them. Like, I know you tried me the first time around, but for me, this, this has really changed the way I feel about them. I think it's fantastic. So good. Eight and a half.
1: Same. So good. So, I could have been punching a nine, but yeah, eight and a half. It's just, I think you're right. I think... Of the, if you park the Mercury Music Prize, because that was like different genres. If we talk about Les Says and the albums that we've talked about of a similar ilk, it is up there. Oh, I agree. If not one of the best. Um, it is one of the best. From one of those, from a British indie band. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad. I Honestly, they pulled it out of the bag. And I think the reason is they didn't go off and try and do anything other than what they're good at. And mm-hmm. just excelled at that. Play to their strengths.
0: Seven and a half and an eight and a half for the albums of the week. It's like, great, it, and, and both of them. I seriously, you, you could look at my Spotify now, and they're number one and two in terms of what I've been listening to. They, they, I've really enjoyed this week. So you, uh, the only thing I would say is I, you've picked four tomorrow. I think Broken Eyes is the better track for me, but uh, you want four tomorrow.
1: Well, it's called Les Says. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's go, Doves, and four tomorrow. <laughs> We got one more episode left. Yeah. So we we didn't say that at the start, but next week next episodes are last for the season.
1: Do you want to know what your homework is?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I better write it down.
1: <laughs> so it is another sky.
0: Yay! Well, finally. On the floor. I've already done that homework, so I'm so and happy. And
1: everything, everything with Reanimator.
0: Oh. I had to listen to that. So good stuff. I'm interested to talk about So Another Sky, obviously Big fan of those yep. But I did sort of allude that Also when you're so passionate about a band You're also the worst critic at the same time Because you nitpick Because you're so passionate about it So I'm really See, excited I to talk don't, about I'm that I am the
1: opposite I get a bit blinded
0: Oh, Well no. I do,
1: I go like that I didn't hear anything wrong What?
0: what?
1: <laughs> like when you think about Oasis And you're trying to criticise Be here now And I don't hear what you're saying I can't
0: <laughs> But everything, everything, I'm, in, I'm really interested to talk about that Because I'm interested to see what your thoughts are yeah. as well and, and if we're aligned Well,
1: I've given it a few listens well, So I'll uh, well, share well, all next week
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this week's album Snow Patrol with Final Straw I guess the sort of big question for me, uh, Les Is why did we pick this? Or, well, we know why uh, And I'll talk about it in a second Mizzle picked this But also, why in general are we talking about this, over our eyes open, sort of the big one from Snow Patrol? What's
1: um, Well, I don't know. Because, to be honest, I think the other one's better. <laughs> but um,
0: Okay, all right. Did you have this album?
1: I did. I, I had did. this album? This is the thing. I'm glad we're talking about Snow Patrol because this is... I don't know if it's just too soon to say. A band that has... I've liked less and less over the years.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Maybe a bit like an athlete.
0: Great. Straight in there. So,
1: no, not, not as bad. but um, Because at the time, I really... I had this album. I really enjoyed it. I liked Snow Patrol. Um, everybody was raving about Snow Patrol. I went to see them. I've seen them at least twice. Have you? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, great. And then I don't know if it's because... There has been so much music since, or I don't know what it is. But then I listen to it again, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> and so um, I
0: no. I'm so happy. To I'm talk not going to
1: be scathing because it's not brutal, but it's just I'm trying to figure out in my brain why they were so big. This is what I want to talk about: Park chasing cars for every wedding of the two thousands. Had that as their first dance. Part that song, Mm because that clearly catapulted them.
0: Yep.
1: They're not any better than any other indie band we've talked about throughout this season, if not worse. (sighs) So why have they not? I mean, you're like, I think editors are better. I do actually think Athlete are, well, not tourist album, but I think Athlete in general are better. I think the Doves. could eat them for breakfast, spit them out again. <laughs> I think that um, Maximal Park could. Um, I think, as much as I'm not a huge fan, the Arctic Monkeys are more talented. Like, I can't, for the life of me, understand why this was the... This was, this was the massive. band.
0: This was massive. But
1: they, they were the band. That was the British indie band of that time.
0: So... I, I'm glad you sort of brought up that Because I have been in a week of Snow Patrol I have listened to a lot of Snow Patrol this oh, week
1: Oh why would you
0: do it yourself? Well, I, because same as you I wanted to know what happened to, to the band Because You couldn't Walk into a you, you couldn't do anything without hearing Chasing Cars I mean, literally like I I, mean, just, I can't listen you know, to While you've been talking I went, that's what I had to check Six Spotify 655 million plays Right? I the, mean
1: it's an awful song. I skip it.
0: Right, thank you. Right. The next song is run with eighty-six million. But six hundred and fifty and we will get into how big that song was. But I'm I'm almost the same as you. The, the success of that song, and don't get I don't think they're sending any of their paychecks back from Spotify. But when a song is that popular, it kind of and it's overplayed. You sort of turn away from the band, and you, you you almost eyes open. You throw away, or I do, because of chasing cars, or you mm. immediately skip it. Right? I so, just skip it. I hadn't listened to it in ages, but final straw for me. It was a pretty big album for me. I actually really Same. enjoyed this. Same. This was a, It was an always played uh, CD in our house, and it was good to go back and listen to this. And there's a there's a whole story behind the band, so let's get into it. So. August, released on the 4th of August 2003 This is actually the third album uh, Previous When it's all over We still have to clear up 2001 The previous two albums didn't chart So this was the album that really made yes. Snow Patrol um, It wasn't the song that made Snow Patrol As we talked about Eyes Open uh, Went to number one in 2006 Which was the follow up Which is when they went absolute gangbusters uh, Label was Fiction in the UK And AM in the US Britannia Row Studios where they recorded it Now, their producer Jack Knife Lee What do you know about Jack Knife Lee? Uh, nothing Right, so I know Jack I don't know him personally, but I know the name Jack Knife Lee from his sort of Big Beat Electronica albums He did a whole yeah. bunch of remixes He's produced and remixed U2, R.E.M., The Killers Robbie Williams, Snow Patrol, Block Party Catfish and the Bottom of Men, uh, AFI, The Hives, Weezer, One Direction Silver Sun, Editors and Taylor Swift He's just released uh, A new album called The Jackknife Lee which is sort of going back To his roots if anyone's uh, interested This album 12 tracks, 44 minutes, it got to number 3 this album Which I was surprised about How long do you think this album Was in the top 100 Now, let me give you a couple of hints Snow Patrol like, It's the massive, right? 83 144 uh, You ready for the charts? Yes So, let's, What year was this again? 2003 Three. If I can get the right page Alright so albums Ella Funk by The Black Eyed Peas Awful <laughs> Life for Rent by Dido mm. Talkie Walkie by Air
1: Not a good album
0: No not I, I mean I'll let down Air Let down Okay, <laughs> it was. It was no, no. I haven't. Uh, to be honest, I haven't given much time to air, Maybe since the old Backpacker special. Moon uh, Safari. Moon Safari. Singles, uh, by no doubt, a crow left of the murder of the murder by the Incubus. The Soul Sessions by Josh Stone. Start something by the Lost Prophets. Final Straw. Snow Patrol. The Best of Leanne Rhymes. Oh,
3: dear.
0: what would appear on the Best of by Leanne Rhymes?
3: The moonlight, no, you can't find it.
0: Okay, that one. Uh, Kate Malua with Call Off the Search. Yeah. Not who's that? Oh,
1: she was quite famous in the UK. She's got a lovely voice, but easy listening. My mum liked
0: it. Off Coronation Street. She probably (laughs) was. Everyone's off that show. Singles. I'll Be There by Emma.
1: Is that Emma Bunton? Or just an Emma? Just an Emma. I'm
0: not sure. I'm still in love with you. Uh, Sean Paul featuring Sasha That sounds awful
1: And it's not our Sasha
0: It's not our Sasha Better not be Run by Snow Patrol Number 8 So Confused by 2Play Here for One by Blazing Squad Somebody to Love by The Boogie Pimps What does that go? like again? I I know it
1: I do know it, yes
0: Uh, Saw The Boogie Pimps once (laughs) All This Time by Michelle Hey Ya by Outkast Great song Milkshake by Kellis Oh, great song uh, Take Me To The Clouds Above by LMC versus U2
1: I had that on vinyl
0: Did you? Take
1: me to the clouds above And then it plays a bit of... Anyway, you know, it's awful <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, people lap that
0: shit up <laughs> Like you, your mug for buying it Uh it's what the
1: people want, though
0: Is it? It's what yeah. the people want about that, do they? Yeah Okay So, uh, how did we get here? So, we... We weren't going to talk about this album. Let's be honest, were we? Or this band? Yeah, we just weren't. We were going to wrap this one up on a bow, and, and then our boy Mizzle reached out to us and said, "You've got to talk about this." So we've we've really pulled it pulled it out. Um, but so you didn't I,
1: think it was? I was going to. I
0: it... thought you were going to sh- shoot me down, shoot yeah. Mizzle down. I thought you were like, "I'm not doing that." And then you came back and went, "Ashes."
1: It's a fair point because what I thought about is you're right. You can't really talk about the two thousands without talking about them to be fair. Mm. So I think it's worth discussing them. I wasn't really fussed what album we discuss, really. Yeah. I just wanted the conversation to be about Snow Patrol because I have a lot to say. Okay. Giving it a lot of thought. It's like, you know, you're right, because there's no point in talking about... If we're going to talk about... It would be like doing the the first season without talking about Pulp.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. Do
1: you know what I mean? Or It's just silly because they were. Regardless of what our thoughts are, and regardless of what they may be now or what they grew into or did they just become chart fodder, when you think about that, if you Google anything, indie bands 2000s, boom, Snow Patrol, Snow yeah, Patrol, I agree. Snow I, Patrol. Yeah, I agree. So then you're you. like, do you know what? We should probably do that.
0: All right. So Mizzle wrote to us. I, asked, I was like, why do you want us to talk about this? I went to see one of my favourite Britpop bands at the Sheffield Octagon. Well, her favourite too. Ash, Les, your favourite?
3: No, it's not.
0: The support, I don't like him. the support Act that night was a relatively unknown band Named Snow Patrol Had you told me that five years on from that gig The Support Act would be one of the biggest bands in the world I would have thought you were crazy It's easy now to dismiss Snow Patrol For the cringe-worthy chasing cars moments That appear on every tear filled X Factor scene oh no. <laughs> However it's just as easy to forget That the rise to stardom owed much more To hard work and perseverance Than it did to the hype machines That accompanied many other bands of that era Snow Patrol paid their dues. Neither of their first two albums made it close to the top 100 in the UK charts. When Final Straw was released in the summer of 2003, it was largely ignored. The lead sing- single didn't even make the top 40 first time around. Then out of nowhere, after almost five years, five months of silence, they dropped a single, second single and everything changed. I challenge anyone to find a song from the 2000s as perfect as Run... From the moment I heard that song, it was obvious that Snow Patrol's days of being Ash's support act were over. I'm choosing Final Straw, not because it's my favourite album of the 2000s, but because it's the album that kicked off one of the most remarkable success stories in British music history. It's a story that deserves to be told, and quite frankly, it would seem wrong to talk about the post-Britpop without covering one of the era's most successful bands. Let the inevitable abuse commence. (laughs) <laughs> I mean first of all Well written it's be
1: Very well written And very well said And exactly good sentiment Is that you're right We couldn't do it Without talking about them No I don't think It's going to be abuse
0: I don't think so either no. Right Shall we get into the band then Right I mean yeah. to, to be fair You've done a great job it's, I don't I think I need to do it, it But anyway So formed initially As Shrug What's your thoughts On the name Shrug mm, You just off. shrugged It's just the worst uh, So they were studying At university in Dundee so they are Gary Lightbody, Lightbody Mark McClelland, Michael Morrison uh, and they performed many gigs between Dundee and Belfast before self-funding a demo called the Yoghurt Versus Yoghurt Debate in 1995. Gary, I grew up in Bangor and see, this is where I get into trouble. I have a Bangor near me, but I get in trouble all the time because I just go Bangor. I call it Bangor all the time. That's Bangor, isn't it? With a G? Yes. Oh, Okay. I grew up in Bangor in Northern Ireland and I didn't understand the troubles when I was younger. I just wanted to get away. Then I saw Nirvana Live and my brain exploded. I couldn't think of anything else. I went to Dundee University with one goal to start a band. That's where I saw them. Really? In Dundee. Okay, we'll we'll come back to that. Uh, I met a guy from Belfast, Mark McClelland, on the day I arrived and we started Shrug. A year on, they found an American combo were using the same moniker and to save legal wrangles, they chose Polar Bear. What's your thoughts on Polar Bear? Shrug to Polar Bear.
1: I mean, it's getting better, but better. it's still bad.
0: Okay. Around this point, Morrison had a breakdown and opted to opt out opted out before any future releases. With the assistance of Bell and Sebastian, Stuart Murdoch and Richard Colburn, the duo's first official single, Starfighter pilot, was in June nineteen ninety seven for Glasgow's Stoll College label Electric Honey. Uh, they got screwed up again, so Polar Bear um, was already being used. So former Jane's Addiction bassist Eric Avery of the band Polar Bear, but with this time a space, he basically made enough noise for them to get rid of Polar Bear. Polar Bear, and so they changed to Snow Patrol.
1: Better. Do you like Snow Patrol? I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, like it's What do you think? I mean what is It's do you, better than Polar Bear, sounds rubbish, and Shrug is
0: awful. What do you visualize when you hear the name Snow Patrol?
1: Like Sony Patrolling the Snow.
0: Brilliant. What do you think?
3: <laughs> like, I don't know what you're supposed to think.
0: So they signed to uh, to a five year management record deal with the independent label Jeepstar Records, who are also uh, they also had Belle and Sebastian on there. They also added new drummer Johnny Quinn, also from Northern Ireland, and live only samples turntables contributors Tom Simpson from Scotland this time. Um, there is a fantastic quote here from Gary talking to Joe Wiley If Nirvana made me pick up a guitar, Super Furry Animals made me think about what I had to say with it. I think they're our generation's Beatles. They mean an awful lot to me This should be an absolutely giant massive band All around the world Because they've made some of the best pop music ever Right Super furry animals and the Beatles Les I'm
1: not even I can't even I've got nothing to say to you
0: (laughs) Who said that? Like Gary the lead singer I was just, when I was reading my research, I'm like, oh, oh, that's gold, that's going in. Alright, so So Explain
1: to me again what he thinks.
0: So, if Nirvana, okay, if Nirvana made me pick up a guitar, super furry animals made me think about what I had to say with it. I think they're our generation's Beatles. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Just carry on. I can't even, I'm not even going to justify that with a response.
0: Okay, So Snow Patrol's debut album was Songs for Polar Bears Released in 1998 after the band had started living in Glasgow Lightbody was then working at the Nice and Sleazies bar In Sucky Hall Street Did you go there? No Sure? To where? Nice and Sleazies
1: <laughs> Never been there <laughs> Do you think I would like even say if I was on this No, I've never been there
0: Okay, Uh, so the album was a critical success but did not make any impact commercially. So in 1999, the band won the Phil Lynott Award for Best New Band by Irish Magazine Hot Press. In 2001, still living in Glasgow, the band followed it up with When It's All Over, We Still Have to Clear Up. Like Songs for Polar Bears, the album was praised by critics but didn't sell much. Quinn said, The fact was that both albums had been critically acclaimed, had been critics' choice, but we aren't actually getting to anybody. So because of this, they were dropped by Jeep Star in 2001. Ironically, pretty much the exact same time they wrote the song Run. Oh. oh. So in 2001, Lightbody formed a Scottish supergroup. I mean, I just love that. Just just the term, Scottish supergroup. Uh, called a lot. Okay, the Reindeer yeah. Section. Yeah. Are you happy with that?
1: Yeah, I'm very happy with that.
0: Why are you happy with the reindeer section? Because
1: it's nice, it's Scotch, isn't it? Reindeers section
0: <laughs> I don't know, I like that I like, I, The minute I saw that name, I like, I like that, good name um, So have you heard of this? Yes what, what do you know about them then? So, it was like, a, well I knew it was like an offshoot mm-hmm.
1: um, Like Tired Pony as well, have you heard of them?
0: Uh, I've heard of them. Don't know much about them. So he's
1: the same. So there's another offshoot. So him from and the guy from Belle Sebastian, correct? Um, and they also did Tired Pony, which also had um the guy, from, somebody from REM, oh, and wow. Peter Watts's chops, and who else was in it? But anyway, and they and they actually created this album, Tired Pony, The Ghost of the Mountain, which is actually A really lovely album. Oh, okay. So that's why I've always I always forget about the reindeer section. But yeah, he's. Him and the fella from Belle Sebastian—they've always they've done the reindeer section and then tired pony and so there has been these like super groups, this offshoot, um, yeah,
0: pretty pretty good because they've got—I mean—the reindeer section, according to this, was uh, members of Mogwai, Bell and Sebastian, yeah. Arab Strap, Arab Strap as one. well. So um, they had two albums uh, there. Uh, two thousand two, Nathan Connolly asked to join was asked to join the band. Uh, so he was a, a again. Oh, Spoiler previously a member of the band file under easy listening. The acronym was Fuel. What's your thoughts on that? I th- I, I like the name like the file under easy listening. I like
1: that, and it's probably quite accurate.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- actually I've got best name ever. Um, so he'd been working Peter and-
1: Buck from
0: REM. Who's that?
1: Who was in the other supergroup?
0: Yeah, me? yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But just remembered. Peter Buck.
1: Peter Buck. He
0: Uh, was the
1: co-founder of your REM.
0: Okay. Connolly and the band had a mutual friend who introduced them to him. Connolly moved to Glasgow to join the band in the spring of 2002. Nathan said, I'd been talking about becoming a rock star since I was 11. In 2001, I was in a Belfast Belfast Post punk band called Fuel, who supported Snow Patrol on an early Irish tour. I started hanging out with them, and after Fuel's drummer quit and the band's future looked uncertain, Snow Patrol asked me to join them. They'd just been let go by Jeep Scar after a couple of albums, but had new management and were gigging. They picked me up in a van outside my parents' house, and I moved to Glasgow that same night. Punchy. Yeah, a couple of lucky things here. So, during Lightbody, Lightbody and McClellan's years at uni... ...they got noticed by a guy called Richard Schmiernicki... ...I hope that's how I pronounce it... Um, ...he later became Polydor's Scottish A&R rep... ...so that's lucky, right? Very. Now, uh, his brother Paul was also Polydor's ...press and artist development manager... ...and fiction's label managers. So, because of these connections... ...and also because of the talent... They got connected to Jackknife Lee, being known as first. At that time, he just finished remixes for Eminem and Basement Jacks. It seems a weird connection how Jackknife Lee got a pr- He
1: was also in Tired Pony, so that's right.
0: Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay, well, that makes sense. Every interview I see, they have nothing but praise for Jackknife. Like, they are really, really nice and kind to Um So, Final Straw was released, like I said, 4th August 2003 on the Black Lion, which was a subsidiary of Polydor. So what changed Lightbody Run came out on uh, Run came out on the final Straw album In 2003 And for the rest of the year we were still playing small venues And scraping by Then Joe Wiley played all 6 minutes of Run On Daytime Radio 1 and everything changed We did a hasty radio edit And released it as a single We were told it had charted So about 30 of us gathered at a mates house to listen to the top 40 Each time there was a song mentioned And it wasn't ours we cheered because we knew it must have gone in higher. When they announced that it had gone at number five, just erupted. It was one of the best parties we ever had. Aww. I um. So the top 40 was on BBC Radio 1 every Sunday. What time did it kick off? About seven. Right. Uh, every Sunday, uh, we had a roast dinner in my family household. Roast beef, roast chicken. I mean, these... Days, I obviously don't eat that But it was a big It was Sunday night dinners Were a big event for us Like it was You know We're proper We sat at the proper dining table And all this sort of stuff uh, Me and my sister Had to wash and dry the dishes It sucked And on a Sunday She
1: never got away with anything oh, man.
0: Sunday roast man And You know what's You know how roast dinners go You pretty much use everything In your kitchen to make So it just took ages That was my Sundays My Sundays was either Washing the dishes to the top 40 or drying the dishes to the top 40. And that's, you know, that was, that was it. It's was just this memory now.
1: It was a big deal, the top 40. Yeah, it really was. I remember when I worked in that music shop that we do the... not it was called the night shift, but it wasn't overnight. Because we would we had to then have the charts ready
0: for, for the, the next, next day. day. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. And I used to love that. You'd have to sit and listen to it. And I'd be like, oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Number one. And then you'd be angry. I don't want to put that there. It's Boyzone. It's
0: Blur's Country House.
1: It's like Boyzone. It's like, turn it around. <laughs> and he's like, you can't, you need to put it face front because we want to sell it. And I was like, it's so sad that people buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, look, a, a review um, in Uncut. After two sporadically brilliant albums, 2001 when it's all blah, 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 Snow Patrol have polished their compelling power pop thanks to a new producer. And a new member Second guitarist Nathan Connolly The result is the band's Most coherent album to date Opener How To Be Dead is an exquisite ballad on dysfunctional relationship And ways and means Edgy, Sebadoa-esque Rock The highlights though are run And Somewhere A Clock Is Ticking Which began delicately and built into Epic rock This is a remarkable return how do you think the album went? Do uh, you think it did well? 144 weeks on the chart. It's got it right. Yeah. Well, it was certified five times platinum in the UK. Sold over three million units worldwide. Jeez-o. Now, the big question for all of us is, did it win the Mercury Prize Award? No. <laughs> How do you know that? Because it just wouldn't. It. Just, wh- why? Because it's not good enough. Alright, let me tell you the rundown and you tell me if they want or not. Basement Jacks, Kish Cash. Bell and Sebastian, Dear Catastrophe Waitress. Jamelia, thank you. Franz Ferdinand, Franz Ferdinand. Keen, Hopes and Fears. Snow Patrol, Final Straw. Joss Stone, The Soul Sessions. The Streets, a grand don't come for free. Tie, Upwards. Amy Winehouse with Frank. Robert Wyatt, Wyatt with Cuckoo Land. And The Zootons. Who killed the Zootons?
1: Franz Ferdinand.
0: Was well, Franz Ferdinand, well done. Pretty, good, pretty decent solid lineup. Yeah,
1: and about maybe that Amy album, you like. that's amazing.
0: And also Amy Winehouse is in there as well She could have been a sneaky one to win that as well I uh, It wasn't going to be that <laughs> So we all This was big but we all know it's chasing cars uh, Where things go actually mental uh, Quinn said I think if Final Straw had happened As our first album we would definitely not have been able to handle it We would have gone away with ourselves And I think for us to keep our feet We had to have a bit of hardship first Me and Gary used to have to sell all our CDs to eat. Now we get to stay in better hotels and we don't have to sleep on floors anymore. And we can pay our landlord. So back to the band. After difficulties with original founder member Mark McClellan, the bassist was asked to leave Snow Patrol in March 2005. He was replaced by former Terra Diablo member Paul Wilson. And in the spring, touring keyboardist Tom Simpson was officially added as a member of the band uh is this a Scottish band or an Irish though?
1: Oh it's well they're Irish aren't they I mean it's 50 50 they can go either way people always go they sometimes you see best Scottish albums and it's in there sometimes it's not I mean they created a lot of their music in Scotland because they went to Union in Dundee but they've two felt they're Irish northern Irish but then they've got Scot yeah I don't know <laughs> <laughs> like it's the same I mean you know okay you, you could take them if it's like garbage
0: yeah, the old Shirley Manson piece, yeah okay, alright. Uh, so Silent Uproar asked them. So do you guys consider yourself a Scottish or an Irish man? Johnny, we're an Irish band living in Scotland.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, so after Final Straw, they did a support slot for you two, which obviously is pretty mega. Then they did the Live 8 Benefit concerts in Edinburgh. Yeah. Were you at that?
1: I went to the London ones.
0: Yeah, yeah okay, cool. Um So after finishing the U2 tour, uh, Snow Patrol began work on Eyes Open. And this is really where things all changed. The band finished Eyes Open in December 2005, again with Jackknife Lee. uh, Released on the 1st of May 2006 with the first single, You're All I Have, in April. So while Hands Open was the first American single, Chasing Cars pushed its way onto the download and pop charts after it was heard during the emotional scene of the second season finale of... EastEnders (laughs) (laughs)
1: EastEnders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wish EastEnders had finales. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Ever seen that?
1: Yes. Is it still going? Hopefully, no. I started watching it and then I went, you know, I was just like, I can't. The formula all the time. Emotional, emotional event. Oh, my God, we're going to break up but I love you, but I can't talk to you about it. Oh, urgent, urgent, emergency, emergency. Oh, I better help this person. Person dies. Oh, emotional, emotional, emotional. Cut to next day. Emotional. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like somebody coming with a gunshot wound just to stop this because I cannot... It's just the same And I'm like How can you just watch this For like 16 series
0: Bro Yep Anyway uh, So Chasing Cars Went to number 6 In the UK singles chart And number 5 In the US Oofed Yeah <laughs> So it didn't go number number 1 But it did spend 3 years In the top 100 166 weeks <laughs> Jesus, I mean that's intense. Uh, I had that album as well. Yeah, me too. On sales, as of 2018, it sold 1.1 million in the UK. My question to you: What other songs in the UK have sold a million units? Right, starting like we'll start from the we'll start from the nineties, and we're going to go right up to. Snow Patrol Chasing Cars Just yep. throw some songs
1: um, Everything I Do Brian Adams
0: Is number one on the list Well done to you
1: um, Whitney Houston Is number um, two on the list Have you got you know the answers No I just know this Bollocks I
0: swear to God Everybody knows you this You just named the first two on the list Yeah because
1: everybody knows that They sold so much Love is all around Wet 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 That's three for Yeah nine. I know this
0: Everybody knows this How does,
1: Because they were just like Constantly in your face
0: You're not going to get four
1: <laughs> Mariah Carey without you
0: no You are You are three for three In order So the next one Wigfield Saturday Night How I would mean, I got that? Do you want me to keep going Yeah Celine Dion Think Twice Yeah Mariah Carey All I Want For Christmas Is You oh. This is where I could just Robson Green and Jerome Flynn Unchained Melody That's <laughs> Take that back for good Pierre Andre Mysterious Girl Oh my god A Million Units Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise, what song. Robson Green again. No, That's two million units they've just clocked up. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Michael Jackson, Earth Song. Oh God. Oasis, Wonderwall. Uh, Babylon Zoo with Spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. Uh, the Lightning Seeds, uh, Three Lions. Fuji's Killing Me Softly. Song. You want to throw out some others? Uh, Late '90s, we're in now. Don't know. Okay, Spice Girls, Wanna Be oh, and it, yeah. Two Become One. No doubt. Don't speak. Oh, Puff yeah. Daddy, I'll be missing you. Elton John, Candle in the Wind. Aqua, Barbie Girl. Oh my God. Natalie and Bruglia, Torn. Great song. <sighs> what a lady. Various artists, Perfect Day.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that.
0: All Saints, Never Ever. <laughs> Teletubbies. Shut up I swear Teletubbies Million Robbie Williams With Angels Gross Celine Dion Where My Heart Will Go On That was the one I was thinking Banger With Run DMC Versus Jason Nevins
1: Cause it's like that
0: Banger That's
1: with
0: weird Goo Goo Dolls With Iris Boys On No Matter What Iris I Don't Want to Miss a Thing Share Believe Oh my god Shocking. Steps, heartbeat and tragedy. Oh my
1: god, oh my god oh my god.
0: Speeds Brittany Spears, baby one more time, Louis Vega with Mambo number five, Eiffel sixty five with blue
1: Um who listened to
0: Can't get much worse. Oh wait it can, it's Bob the Builder with Can We Fix It? Oh my god Atomic Kitten, haul again. Shaggy, it wasn't me. Hearsay, your best mates, pure yeah. and simple. Kylie Minogue, can't get you out of my Head Oh yeah, I thought that. Ricky Iglesias with Hero, Will. Will Young, Anything Is Possible, Gareth Gates, Unchained Melody, oh, Eminem, Lose Yourself, The Black Eyed Peas, Where Is The Love, The Killers, Mr. Brightside, Band-Aid 20, Do They Know It's Christmas, Tony Christie featuring Peter Kay, Is This The Way To Amarillo, Shane Ward, That's My Goal," NARS, Barclay, Crazy, and then Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars.
1: Some good songs in there, but there's a lot of shit.
0: <sighs> there's a lot of shit in there. A million. A million. A
1: million people went and bought the Teletubbies.
0: So enemy on eyes open. Uh, with the with the enemy the, the review right of the title of the review was Belfast children keep the Ford Focus drivers happy, and I thought nice, well played enemy. They tackle the familiar musical ground of Final Straw with Ferve, but little variety over and above, flirting with gospel on Shut Your Eyes and even Goth on the finish line. It's an album that will see them secure their flag firmly in the summit of Mount Must Have Falsetto Will Flog Records. It is simply a fine album, but therein lies the problem. It's just fine. Doesn't matter. Because Eyes Open became the best selling album of 2006, selling 1.5 million copies. It was also the 15th best selling album of the 2000s and is one of the best selling albums in UK chart history. Eyes Open, did you? So you have listened to that, I take it? Yep. How did you feel listening to
1: it? Uh, Emotional.
0: Oh, Um, talk to me about this.
1: Because it's got a lot of memories for me. Because it was the year I was leaving Scotland to come here and I'd bought it and there was a lot going on and a lot of the songs remind me of that, remind me of people. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, take Chasing Cars, out, I always skip it. Take it Same. out, pretend it doesn't exist. Same. That It's a better album. Yes. Like, Set Some the Far the nice. to the Third Bar is in a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um. Hand, like, Shut Your Eyes is a great song. You're All I Have. Um, make this go on forever. I think is so a standout on that album. I think there are good songs. Is it Radio Two Ford Focus Sunday Afternoon music? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that a bad thing? No. If you know that and just know what that it, what it is, but I do think there are better. I think it's a bad album,
0: mm-hmm.
1: personally. Um, and I hadn't listened to it for years. Just forgot. And you
0: forget some of the songs. That are and on then there, I right?
1: went. So I thought, oh, so we're going to be playing the. Uh, this game with the old Snow Patrol Fire that back on And I still Even after all these years Had to skip Chasing Cars <laughs> I still had to I was like I can't do it Well
0: 650 million times has been played um, I'm the same as you I actually really enjoyed that album Same Skip Chasing Cars But some really good songs And I actually I do right. think it's Slightly better than yeah, Final better. Straw it's better um, I just want to say Just briefly How old we are now right so we've got a radio station in Australia called WSFM.
1: Yes. Right? How do you not listen to that? Uh
0: well it's, I, I was sometimes on the background, whatever. But uh it plays the classics, right? 70s, 80s, like all your old stuff you would expect on a, uh, an old Yes. So other day, making a coffee, they're banging away, talking, and they went, yeah, and so uh next we're gonna play uh here's Groove Armada. And I'm like uh, What? The old classic radio Shows Are playing things like Groove Armada It's because they're old That's how old we are now Like you're going to start hearing The Fat Boys The Groove Armadas All that sort of stuff on the old retro radio stations
1: And you know like the the 16 year olds Are going to go into like vinyl shops and record shops And they're going to be Wow Groove Armada This is so rare (laughs) And they'll be like, "This is totally old school. This is where like our music came from." You know, like I used to be where I used to go like listen to my mom's Beatles records. Like, yes, oh, this is where music came from. Mm. Or like say like Buddy Holly or sixties music or Motown. Now our music that we loved and that we talk about, they'll be like, "Wow, Oasis, retro." <laughs> and be like oh,
0: Shut up! You were. I was watching your Spotify this week because I, I listened to a lot, obviously. You were going down a whole Britpop memory lane. You had the Bluetons, Oasis. Who else did you listen to? You just went down a whole... I
1: really did. Uh, I think I had Cast on. I think you did. Um... Every
0: time I looked at you, it was either that or Elkie Klein.
1: I oh, know that's a great <laughs> album. It just depends on your mood. I was going from, like, Progressive House to The Doves to Indie... Um...
0: I love seeing what people Like the whole Spotify Where you can see What people oh, listen good. to It's brilliant
1: uh, So let's get You're back. so predictable
0: I am I know Because
1: I'm like well, oh, uh, We're two days out From the podcast uh, Doves <laughs> Snow Patrol
0: <laughs> Dude
1: Balance That's all you've listened
0: to I've listened, yeah. Yeah, listen to
1: Yeah a of variety
0: Yeah 100 Million Suns In 2008 Was the follow up To Eyes Open Got to number two Enemy Panda Two out of five It's all so methodically planned that even standout Radio Wave Surfer, Take Back the City, and producer Jack Knife Lee struggle to stamp fresh life into this mega-selling formula. Don't get us wrong, this will shift units, just don't bank on that mercury. I listened to it, I don't know if you did, the third album. Well, sorry, it's not the third, it's the fifth.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: 100 Million Suns. Yes. And? Nah. Same. Uh, I I don't think it has the weight of the previous two It's nice Doesn't seem to have any strong singles for me And it skipped a beat overall I feel Fallen Empires Like that Now I'm glad you said that So 2011 it's came out Got to number three Pitchfork did not like it They're the exact kind of home runs You get the feeling Snow Patrol could hit in their sleep Which makes you wonder if in the future Instead of toying with awkward electronics There might be better serves Sticking to what they already do pretty effectively 4.8 4.8, they gave it. I, I liked. They've they've gone more electronic. I actually quite liked the sound that they went.
1: So there's a track on it called called out in the dark, and it's I think one of my favourite Snow Patrol songs. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. My like, second third track, um, and I really like it. I mean, it's not it's fine, but yeah, I that just, yeah that track stood out for me. I bought that album. I think. Thinking, did you? I'm sure I did.
0: I didn't. Uh, like.
1: Not like an actual physical copy. I think maybe I bought it off of some, or maybe iTunes. Okay. Um, it's not that long ago,
0: but it probably is. How long ago is it? Two thousand and seven. What? Uh, Two thousand and eleven. I should say. See, Sorry. That's Ten years. That's true.
1: Here's me thinking that's a recent album. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago. Holy smoke.
0: I dig it. I um. I did like it. There is a massive gap immediately after this. Uh, Lightbody had some personal issues to work to to work through. Every interview, he's very candid. He talks about what happened. Uh, I'll give you a little bit uh, to Billboard. You got sober. So this is on his new uh, his the album after this, which I'll we'll get to in a second. So you got sober as you were writing the album. How did that work? We were pretty much on tour through 2012. The problem started when we went off tour. Then I started drinking in earnest I was never brave enough to not drink And I really drank myself to a real mess My health deteriorated to a massive degree I went to see the doctor and he was like Whatever you're doing, you need to stop doing that Stop drinking or you'll die uh, Which is a pretty Jeez. good deterrent So he said You must have
1: been drinking a lot
0: Yeah what, what does it feel like to be on stage sober? I've done tours when I had not been drinking But it's a different story Because I knew there was a drink not too far away now there's nothing to fall back on if ever anything goes wrong. After the gigs has been the silence. The hotel room is kind of a, kind of deafening in a way. After the LA show, I went back to my house and it, f- it felt like the furniture changed position. Everything just felt very strange, very different. It's hard to explain. Mm. The, the guy's gone. So you go from being adored by thousands to utter silence. Yeah that fucked with my mind and in the past where you'd be on stage before how many thousand people Then two hours later I'd be curled up on a ball in my hotel room crying And I'm like what the fuck is going on Because there are less highs falsely created artificial highs in my life now There are no massive lows It's more even I can stand on stage and be fully present in a way I wasn't able to before I don't think my mind is racing as much as it was It's like on a different rhythm it feels stronger Um, I guess I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit He's he's very open in his interviews About the troubles he's had And and getting out of that And and he's got out of it Which is great But he's right Because um, I I watched um, A documentary on Robin Williams Oh yeah uh, Which is If you haven't seen it I think it's called Come Inside My Mind I think is the thing And it's It shows The Robin Williams the life in front of an audience and the personality that he is and he's always on and then it shows him behind when the camera's off and there's a really there's a struggle between the two types of person that he is um, and this sort of stood out to me because I sort of feel that's the same for performers where you go out in front of thousands you know and you're this adored person and then you get back to a hotel room and it's deadly quiet and you don't have you know, you don't have a drink or, or anything else to sort of fall back on to ease you off that. It's just, it's a hard line in the sand and you're just alone. Yeah, I know. It must be so weird. And how to manage that. Yeah. I don't think I would do well if I was a performer. I think I could very... You
1: wouldn't. You wouldn't.
0: You don't think I... I, I think I would go off the deep end, I reckon.
1: No, I... Yeah, I just don't think you'd like it. It's not you. Hmm. You don't like being the centre of attention? No. You don't. It's not you. You don't like it.
0: No, no. I'd love it. You would love I'm it. I'm a disaster. And you would be in... Mental.
1: <sighs> Off jobs. I'd be, I'd be over the show, wouldn't nah, well, I? Rehab? No, well, no, I don't think so. Because I actually do know... I No, I wouldn't. Because I think that I would get such a... Like I love, like put it this way. I love presenting. I actually enjoy the energy I get from others. If you yeah. think about it, I'm an extrovert. I think I'd get that energy. Would I want to go then? But that that what he's talking about the the fun, 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 all the energy, extrovert to go into an empty hotel room, of my own would really bother me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I wouldn't like that. But I wouldn't. But I, I've never understood the the excess either
3: because
1: mm-hmm. I know when to stop. Okay. So I think that I would what I'd want to do after a show like that would be go for a couple of beers and you'd want I need the time to download Right I wouldn't wouldn't need a bender that would be the opposite I'd just want to love like say it was us Mm. I'd be like that oh great show and two or three beers just to take the edge off have a chat about it and then you feel ready Especially if you've
0: got to do it again tomorrow
1: You need I would need that I couldn't just switch Yeah okay But I don't think that you would enjoy the limelight I don't think that you would you
0: wouldn't I'm an introvert you're an extrovert
1: Yeah (laughs)
0: And you'd I also think I'm a downtime. control freak as well, which yeah, is that you you're not. So no. you could go out till four o'clock in the morning and have a great time, and then I'd be the one pulling everything together. And the I'd next be, day. And what you worried
1: about? It's exactly. going to happen again. We know these songs. I've sung it a hundred times, and you'd be like, but we need to practice again. And i be like, why?
0: That'd be exactly how that would work. And i be yeah. like, but
1: we wrote. I mean, geez, I know. And, and the thing is, I don't worry about those things because you know it, so you just do it, and yeah, it happens yeah. naturally. But it's just different. So that's you would just get inside your own head. Yes, And you're like, oh, but it's tomorrow And do we know how to play it properly? Yes, because we've done it a thousand times
0: I'd be at rehearsals, you'd rock in All late, Gallagher-esque
1: What what, what time does it start? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, Kev, let me know when you're five minutes away Let me know and I'll be there
0: (laughs) Um, So the album he's talking about is is Wildness Which came out in 2018 Which got to number two Drowning Sound. Overall, Wildness is a really great comeback record. There are a few dud tracks in here, especially in the first half, but these are more than compensated by the excellence of the remainder of the second. If Did you listen to Wildness? I didn't, I'm sorry. I asked you to, but...
1: You gave me a day's notice, and do you know how busy I've been?
0: Listening to Cast and Elkie Klein. And I
1: haven't had it, but if you look, I haven't had Spotify on for about... Okay. And I was off work yesterday, the day off yeah, all right, all right. And I'm honestly I'm not going to ruin my day off of Snow Patrol
0: So this is where I t- I, t- I, actually, I actually really This is this is the album of All of the Snow Patrols that I've listened to the most I really wish we'd covered this Probably in season one Because it was 2018 I hadn't right? even heard of it
1: I didn't even know, I didn't know it
0: existed Because then what did
1: we cover, the other crap um, Oh,
0: we, we got reworked
1: So when was that? What that was 2018 No but the Rework
0: Rework 2019 Ah right So I just Anyone who Hasn't listened to Snow Patrol Wildness Go and listen to it I will listen
1: to it today It's a more
0: mature The writing is better And it just There's some amazing Tracks on there That I go This is This is good Now They haven't made the track the, The charts In years And this album Never even got near it But It is Really good Um Reworked in... That
1: was hideous Like it was a disaster
0: It, was a, it felt like a cash in for me uh, I'll end this Light body to the Guardian I'm aware that some of our songs are like nails down a blackboard to some people <laughs> He says with a smile I do want to connect with people Even if I'm writing a really personal thing Part of me must want my songs to be universal Well you can't really disagree with that with Jason cars. And same point like for us We can't listen to that song Not because it's bad We've just heard it a million times It's quite bad Okay Alright
1: You th- you only gave me You didn't give me enough notice I mean you. T- I just want the listeners to understand <laughs> but, So right now it's 11.52 on the Saturday Kev takes me at like 8.30 on the Friday When I had a day off I was on the golf course to listen to this I just oh, didn't have You're
0: right time. I'm way too demanding You're right You
1: were just too This is what I mean That's how this would go If we were like on a live show I'd be like Of course I've not listened to it I need at least a week's notice <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shall we get into the songs? Mmm uh, The album No
1: Because keeps... we haven't answered The fundamental question Still You've skipped around it well, But we still haven't We still haven't answered go it Go on then Why is it that this band, Park Chase, and Cars, are the band that people talk about when they think about 2000 indie music. Why is it?
0: Easily accessible. Everyone loves a bit of Snow Patrol. You've got your teenagers, mums and dads, put it on a wedding. Everyone's going to dance at it. Easily accessible.
1: Is it? Are they? Would you even have them in the top 10 indie bands of the 2000s? Would you have them in the top Okay Top 5?
0: No Oh What They would be They would be in Not my list no, but they, Not my list. list Oh my list Yeah you, the, you. No they wouldn't be in my list Top 10? No But that's not
1: But No that's what I'm saying I'm just saying us But just, they
0: would be in the list Well
1: they are They're number 1 I reckon every time If you just google like No
0: you get Coldplay first
1: And then this nonsense But then <laughs> People don't see Coldplay as Indie at that same post-Britpop, they just see them as co They then transcended into full-on pop. Mm. This was what people... Yeah.
0: I just think, look, this was way...
1: Do you think this sums up post-Britpop? Yes,
0: I was literally just going to say that. This is the epitome of what happened in the 2000s. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? I mean, if you listen to the music that we've played, a lot of the bands got softer, more gentle, more... They talked about their feelings. They talked about romance. Why do you think
1: it is? Because I always think, you know how I always think there's either like a social reason or a political reason. Why do you think we went down this way? Softer. Is it because it's more accessible? Was it to sell more? Was it because it's more radio friendly? Why did bands start singing? Because the, the Britpop band, like Britpop, Yes, there were some songs that were maybe tearjerkers or lovely, like, you know, you think of, like... um, I think of Echo, but when I think of, like, beautiful songs, like, say, Dark Therapy, and even in some Oasis songs, but the lyrics weren't as if they were so blatantly loving or heartbreak or... Mm. They were kind of more um, abstract. Mm. Why was it we just went straight into, like, run, boom, or... Like the athletes of the world Or like chasing cars How come we went all
0: Maybe we just didn't have the energy anymore
1: It's just I just don't know I just find it um...
0: And politically it was a pretty Uneventful
1: I mean there were always stuff going on I mean there was more world Not so much
0: Yeah not so much the UK but in the world there was World there was Yeah Alright Easily accessible, I would say. Accessibility to all I still ages. get it. Like, you could go to a Snow Patrol concert.
1: I did twice.
0: And all ages would be there, right? Yeah. It's not your drunken students. I mean, mm. you would have been. But.
1: Well, I would, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into the tracks. It kicks off with How to Be Dead. Um, got to number 39 as their fourth <laughs> single. Shiny Happy Wears The first song on Snow Patrol's Final straw Details a bitter conversation Between a couple That seems to be about Infidelity of one of them The song ends With one of them Blaming drugs For the problem They've caused Which ties into The th- song's theme Of not being able To blame yourself For the problems That you've caused What do you think Of the first track Lil?
1: A fine <laughs> Like I just Like
0: at... It's fine
1: It's like NME Was it NME's review? Like it's fine Hmm this is not a punch to the
0: face I've literally put Interesting first song Not a punch to the Cause face Because it's
1: just Average It's good Look look. this is How am I going to do this Without sounding like I'm having a, uh, a rant Like I'm not Because it's not bad music It's just Nice
0: Yeah that's fine Yeah I, I So
1: it's just How to be dead I can't even sing it to you And I've heard it A million times
0: Yeah yeah
1: It doesn't Doesn't resonate it doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make you sad. There isn't a hook. There aren't lyrics that you remember. It's just there. If you were to, I can't sing it to you. This is why I always think it's weird. Because oh, when it's songs, one that passes over you, I remember. You think about it. How many lyrics do I know? I know songs from years ago, and then I sing them. This, I just go. This is just not one big song.
0: Ah, you've touched on a good point. The lyrics, though, please take it easy. It can't be all my fault. I haven't made half the mistakes that you've listed so far. Baby let me explain something It's all down to drugs At least I remember taking them And not a lot else um, I'm the same with you You know it doesn't really tick the box In terms of a perfect intro It's fine, fine. Is, is that what it is? It's well fine. let's play the very fine How to be dead <laughs>
4: Please keep your hands down and stop raising your voice. It's hardly what I'd be doing if you gave me a choice. It's a simple suggestion. Can you give me some time? So just say yes or no. Why can't you shoulder the blame? Cause both my shoulders are heavy.
0: Wow It's not wow It's not a wow? It's fine Oh come on I am not
1: know what else to do Look up
0: Thesaurus right now and get some other words It's fine Uh, Okay So I actually Look I really like the guitar on this track It's not bad It's decent I've put it's middle of the road stuff here so far Yes, Yes This is false I love the line Say the first thing that comes into your mind when you see me Sometimes I want to say that to people it's an interesting thought That gut reaction you have to people S- You got you got words?
1: Yes. Yeah, so well Acceptable Satisfactory Wait, okay. don't, don't use them all right now we've okay, got so a whole, so I'm just oh, going
0: Pick a pick us Yeah Okay, I've got quite a few now Good So, I, do you Wow is an Sorry, it's, right, it's all Satisfactory Oh, okay Well, let's play the very satisfactory Wow Gleaming option
1: Sufficient
0: <laughs> How did we get to episode like 75 and we haven't done this so far Brilliant um, I do actually really enjoy the backbeat to this I actually do like this one and This I... is
1: probably a bit better than sufficient
0: Yeah I, I actually actually really Best song so far Oh even better I'll take it Let's play a bit of Gleaming option
4: of all the things I've lost just because you were right before doesn't mean you're right. To make up now would just vindicate every doubt I have It's not as simple as and what you think you
3: can. You would have never know when to take
4: a hand. Stay
1: the same.
0: Had to Whatever's left Reasonable <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, For me I didn't actually know I uh, I didn't notice that the song had actually changed No Uh, Which is not a good thing The chorus is okay and that's it Uh, Obviously a lot of this album Is based on troubled relationships And hence I'm assuming why The Final Straw Is called The Final Straw Because when you read the lyrics they're all about Um, It's the same thing again But it could become a problem if we don't deal with it now And you blast off in another rant I've not opened my mouth Can you read my mind so easily As the madness sets in you must know that I'll follow you It's the whole way through the album um, and that's why I think that for me When I listen to Wildness And he's coming off the back of obviously dealing with these personal issues The writing is so much deeper and mature And it's 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 really good Anyway, whatever's left I'm not going to play I, I think it's a, I think it's a skip Yeah Um, It's not that bad but it's not great Spitting Games I like it That's good?
1: It's, yeah, it's, you know, because
0: everybody knows this one It's a
1: bit more upbeat, a bit more punchy Like we get into a good run now
0: Okay, alright, okay do you think? Yeah, so uh, Yes uh,
1: Well, as co- far as the albums, so I, I like mean- the
0: chorus I like the chorus So, Gary do, in 2013
1: do, do. See, that sticks in my head
0: Okay, good A lot of them don't Spinning Games is, a, is written about That kind of inept But sweet kind of silly first love All the fit pitfalls you fall into All the stupid things Your friends say to you That love is Kissing is Or sex is over the years When you're from a child To an adolescent Like learning about sex stuff through your friends. The way they talk about it. Spitting games being an obvious, rather crude, one thing of my friends said to me once. So it's about all those wonderfully silly little heartbreaks that you go through as a kid that mean the world to you. That feel like your world is collapsing, but of course it really isn't. But these things are all in context. Uh, I'm going to ask a weird question. I did not um, plan this. The old birds and the bees chat. Did you have a chat or was it something else?
1: I, so there was a book called Where Do Babies Come From by Claire Rayner. Do you remember her? She was like a, um.
0: I know Claire Rayner.
1: She was like a, was it Claire? She was like an agony aunt lady. Oh. Yeah. And I think my mum just sort of sat me down. Went, you should probably read that. (laughs) And I was like, Oh.
0: Um, Let me see if it is No So that's not the book I got So there's a theme here Let me
1: see Is it a brown cover?
0: Uh, That one? Oh no Um, So my one Same as I came home from school one day And there was a A book on my pillow Illustrated About Puberty and sex And genitals And the whole We never spoke about it Never spoke about it, never talked about it, but the book was there, and that's how I learned. Oh, where do I come from? Claire Raynor, got it.
1: And I already knew where I came from before that, and I was like, I know. <laughs> mummy and daddy, love- yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, I don't really care what mummy and daddy did, but as long as you only did it twice for me and my brother, we're sweet. <laughs> so, you know. Did we have sex, Ed? Yeah,
0: at the academy. Yes, horrible. Can't remember anything about that.
1: Yeah, oh, and this is a condom.
0: We got sex ed and we got um, religious studies. I remember those were the two thirty-minute blocks.
1: It Worries me you put them together. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're yeah. The thing is, I don't even remember. I do. Th- I think parents assume that they sit their kids down of these chat. You already know. Not like that day when you came home that you were like, oh, wow, this is... You didn't know already. Yeah. I just... I mean, you might not know, like, the actual, like... Oh, that's a fallopian tube. I didn't know that. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah. I don't think I even remember how I found out about that. It just seems to just happen. It's like, how did you find out about Santa not being real?
0: Oh, that, I don't know. I don't... That's what I mean. You just, well, I... You
1: just start to know.
0: Yeah. Shall it's we a conversation
1: shall we mo- I never wanted to ever have.
0: <laughs> uh, so spinning games, let's play that. I saw. Please take your time.
4: One me. Chocolate
1: So this was a big song
0: Was a big song Third single 24 it got to in the I'm getting really
1: nervous Because you've not Picked your song And neither have I And we're nearly At the end
0: Oh god we are too Oh no We haven't talked about this Let me just check What my song actually No I know what my song is Are we going to play The one song from this album Should we Check it (laughs) Doesn't matter Let's keep going And see if it's Mine's the second last one So's mine It is what it is It is what it is Did you have a backup? What's your backup? I don't have a backup. <laughs> I went all in on this. We don't need to.
1: <laughs> what does that say about the album? <laughs> Tell us it's a good song.
0: <laughs> so, chocolate, right? So, according to an interview with the Sunday Times, Gary Lightbody wrote this song after he cheated on his girlfriend.
3: Oh, I
0: just cheated on my girlfriend. Well, ex-girlfriend, obviously. I was going home and I just started writing it. It's about saying sorry and trying not to use the same old lame excuses. I am a cad and a bounder. I've always disappointed the people I've fallen in love with. Oh. Ouch. Um, Also, Chocolate seems like a bouncy, joyful, jubilant kind of song. It's got a big chorus. It was actually written on the ferry home. I used to live in Glasgow, Dundee, then Glasgow, and I would come home on the ferry. I guess the jubilance masks the darker side to the lyrics. Something I did I'm not proud of at all. So that's a song about making amends. I still don't know why I called it Chocolate. I really don't. I think there's a lot of masking going on. There's a lot of red herrings. It's about a specific person. So I want them to know it's about them. But I don't want anyone else to know what it's about or who it's about. Um, Oh, this is sad. So I found this. This is Joseph wrote this. Uh, This song always reminds me of the last time I saw my eldest brother alive. Driving him back down the country lanes Mostly B roads from South Wales to Milton Keynes It took over six hours We stopped for food and just talked Laughed and caught up with each other He was like a second father um, to me When we grew up and we lost touch Thankfully we had this journey to remember Almost like we knew that was the swan song Distance and time would prevent This ever happening again That's so sad Mm, Um, I do like chocolate Um, And it's your pick no.
1: no
0: I will play We'll play a bit of chocolate
4: As a child of 25 This is the strong-
1: Now, okay, run. So, this used to be one of my favourite songs ever. Whoa. Um, Of that time. Like, I loved it. When it got released, I loved it. I think I remember you're not on Joe Wiley, and I just was like, that's so beautiful. And it, like, if you think about it, it kind of plays into some of the things that I love, like lovely lyrics, kind of nice, builds up. Um, but it's not aged well. Okay. I was gonna be my pick. I thought before I listened to the album because I thought, mm hmm. I know it's overplayed. It's not as overplayed as Chasing Cars, but it does. It still does have still that, hits. Still hits, and it still has the memories for me. Mm-hmm. But it's not as good as I remember it. Oh. In fact, it drags on a bit. Um, I know you want me to pick it because you got another one, but. I can't. Okay. So, or can I?
0: Let's move on. So, Jamie, for, this is the, this to me is a story of two people being torn apart by external circumstances. They don't really want to part and they know that they will possibly never see each other again. But the singer is trying to comfort the person whom he's talking to. Even if you, quote, if you cannot hear my voice, I'll be right beside you, dear. <sighs> According to Gary, Run was written in 2000, wasn't released till 2003. All I really wanted from life was to be able to take care of my family, my mum, my dad, my sister, my niece. So it was a song written about that and any future family that I would have on my own, of course. So it was a song about the future written in a heightened situation, an imagined apocalyptic situation, like running for your life. What are the things you need to take with you? Who are the people you want to save and who puts the light in your life? So my family and my friends, it's a song written about them. It's dedicated to them and I owe my life to them. It's all for them. I yeah you know, I've wrote gorgeous song. Um, this was I, I actually I actually wrote and I hate that I want this to be the song that I want to play, but I Same. actually I actually feel that it holds up. I actually disagree. I feel. Kes actually...
1: pick run. Mm, no. Let's play it. Just play it. All right. I think we need to play it because it's probably their big one that kicked everything off. All
0: right, and joint an... pick.
1: We'll have two joint joint picks. picks. Yeah, okay, and,
0: yeah. All right. Well, let's play run. His knees. I don't like it. Okay, okay. Wow, that's that's
1: just can't. It's not even in my adjectives anymore or
0: my describing words. Just... I don't need a thres- I don't need that. that. Okay. No, I don't like um, a lot of people feel that the song is about love. For me, well, I kind of went. Well, from picking up the lyrics? I thought it was an affair. um Just give it a second thought. What if we don't get caught? Just say you love me now and forget this whole row. row. Just save your energy for making up with me. So I actually kind of, the lyrics to me don't go, oh, that's not first love at all. That sounds like he's having an affair. And anyway, I actually didn't mind this song, um, but let's skip it. So let's move on to ways and means. Reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) I like it's got a darker theme than most of the other songs, which I actually like. At the very end, it's got a bit of late 90s blur, I thought, Um, where it's all like, I was like, oh, that's doesn't, it's not like them. And actually, I'm kind of digging it. Um, So let's play a little bit of Ways and Means, right? It's, it's
1: quite good quite
0: the like, quality of this one. I'm a bit mm, about it to be it's honest. Okay. I think yeah, I'm I've gone bland, a little bit bland to be honest. The chorus is good. Um is there a t shirt I can wear because I'm soaking? Look at me. What do you mean I don't love you? I am standing here, aren't I? A lot of guys talk about like this being like a soundtrack for a love actually or something like that, where the guy runs to the girls' house and it's raining outside and you know, I'm here and all that sort of stuff. Oh, for me, I'm Have you uh, ever
1: done that? Have ever said needed anyone?
0: No, I haven't actually. Have you God. ever
1: said needed Mrs. D? Can I, ask, can I ask her?
0: You should ask her. I'll ask her. I think we both know the answer <laughs> to can that. Answer. <laughs> Don't ask her that because then I'll get in trouble.
1: Because you haven't done it.
0: Because I haven't done oh it. Oh
1: my God, amazing. I'm going to
0: text her. Um, right. <laughs> Some, so let's skip Tiny Little Fractures and let's get into probably the song that we both... I, I, it's a great standout on this Somewhere a clock is ticking
1: Best song on the album Head, Best shoulders, head and shoulders Night down Bang bang
0: Comes out of nowhere don't Comes e- out of nowhere Don't expect that
1: Why have you just snuck it in The last second last song of an album never usually that good
0: So Silent Song 19 To me this song's about the moment You realise that you control Nothing in your life Honestly most people go through life Thinking nothing bad will happen to me Until something does I think this song embodies the moment When that bad thing happens this, for me, we're going into you mentioned Belly dark Therapy again, which is amazing, but that's not a final song on an album this is this should be the final song on this album, mm-hmm. and we should play the whole track because it 's the end of the album it's not, but what a damn song play it all right somewhere a clock is ticking. Mm-hmm.
4: Got this feeling that there's something that I miss. I could do most anything. Don't you you breathe. breathe. Don't you breathe. I could do most anything. Something happened that I never understood. I could do most anything. You can't leave. You can't leave. I could do
2: most anything.
4: Oh yeah. The blast is beautiful, I can do my standing it. with a slam shot, throw a shot I can do my standing it. My clock is ticking, but it's hidden far away I can do my standing Safe and sound, safe and sound
0: Same. What's your thoughts on the last one? Oh. Why bother? Um, adequate. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's all right; it's not bad. Um, but I just got my hurrah. I just got I the know, big belt. I'm done. i don't need it. It's
1: uh, such a poor. Just end the album on that, and you're like, bang.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. Look, we'll play it to take us out, but I actually, I, I think it's fine. I just, I, to be honest, I'm done. I'm spent. You've, you've, you've ended the happy. album for me. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty happy. All right, let's get into the reviews, Kikiro while other songs and sounds had dated the touch, Snow Patrol's run was perhaps the only truly embarrassing discovery on a best of 2K4 mix compiled for a year-end party way back yonder. Aside from how cynical and calculated the navel-gazing and anxious adolescent pining sound in this production context, it's remarkable how forgettable this material is. Nothing prepossesses truly stock musicianship with no character flourishes or huevos, Hevevos? H-U-E-V-O-S. h-u-e-v-o-s. Oh, cool. cool. power chord dynamics that were distressingly still de rigueur in the early aughts, and alternately slipshod or obvious songwriting. The focus is full on light bodies and on a crooning and insepid romantic dramas of an over sensitive self. Kildare John, 3 or of 5. Yes, Snow Patrol do indeed suffer excessive wrath for being mainstream. They might also be their own worst enemies, though, for needlessly holding on to indie alternative foundations they choose to cut many moons ago. Final straw appears after those ties have been 95% exercised, with Lightbody's fe- fe- ke- bedset vocals both complimentary and symptomatic of a band happier to follow than lead. Limited also is the band's creative range, the exciting jitters of their formative years meekly surrendering to whatever Joe Wiley's knuckles are tapping to this week.
1: Off now. Ouch.
0: Atomic Wedgie. What a, what a handle. Amazing. Five out of five. I was walking home from BART, the Bay Area Rapid Transit train system, listening to this album on my iPod.
1: iPod.
0: Oh, man. After it ended, the Beatles' White Album came on. It occurred to me that listening to Final Straw was like listening to an entire album of Dear Prudence. They both have an other word lay beauty and confidence. Emotions, wrong, mm-hmm. strong emotions, and most of the tracks on Final Straw in that way they remind me a bit of early U2 or mid 80s Simple Minds. Except their emotions are much more direct and personal than anything either of those bands ever expressed. It's really amazing because it's so rare to hear Drum Part play such an important role in this telling of a story. It's quite clear this band was onto something special when they made these recordings. In mind, it is my in my mind, it's one of the better releases over the last years. Five out of five. What not. did you give it?
1: Oh no, six and a half.
0: That's actually not bad. I'll see you and I'll give you a seven. It sort of sums up the album, really, doesn't it? And it sums up. I would up... have
1: given Eyes Open a seven or a seven and a half.
0: I would have given so this, you are bang on because I'd give this a seven. I'd give Eyes Open and a seven and a half. And then I'd plateau back down again until Wildness. And then Wildness would be around that seven and a half, eight for mm-hmm. me. It's a very, it just caught me. Um, you've seen them live. Twice. Talk to me about that.
1: Once in Dundee and then once somewhere else. I'm going to see Edinburgh.
0: Cool How early?
1: Good I think At the time
0: I don't remember
1: um, <laughs> Just the same Like I don't remember their songs I can't remember them live They're just there aren't they Adequate
0: Oh my god Well It just And is this the, Is this Snow Patrol That they are adequate And I don't know This is a thing I would have it's enjoyed so...
1: myself At the gig I can't remember anything being bad but it's not going to be one of those standouts. It's not going to be like when I saw Oasis at the Be Here Now tour and it just sticks in your brain for the rest of your life. Or the first time that you see Prodigy. Or the first time... It's just
0: fine. it's enjoyable.
1: Just think of all the gigs we've gone to in our life and I'm meant to remember adequate.
0: They're an enjoyable band. Yeah. They're a fine band. Fine. And this is my... Pro- this is why... You know they've tried to change a little bit They had that electronic album They've tried to change The Wildness is probably their most progressive album And I'm not sure a lot of people have heard it No Because it probably didn't get the radio play that it deserved But overall Good to talk about Snow Patrol Snow Patrol.com Snow Patrol on Twitter You know they've got that Whatever that reimagination album Or whatever it's called If you want to dig no, into that don't And they've just
1: released something else
0: What else did they just release? Just Hold Your Horses Oh well, um, And I'll talk about the final episode Oofed. Coming up So we're going to finish season 2 a little bit early uh, We've both got a lot of stuff going on And I think we've sort of reached the end Of our journey with what came next After Britpop
1: Well that, I think it's more about that Because I was thinking you want to end it And we want to do A joint pick
0: mm.
1: We wanted to end it On a, you know Big one is it controversial? It might be. But something that will really be like, okay, bye. Mm. And I wasn't going to be Snow Patrol. So...
0: No. So we... Did you find it? So <sighs> next episode, we're going big and we're going... And it actually just hit its 20 year anniversary as well. Oh, Perfect, so perfect timing. The band is Radiohead. The album... Is Kid A? Oh! Did you forget we were doing that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just always just remember. Um, they've got the Fireside Sessions. Okay. It's just been released. Okay. With the Snow Patrol and the Saturday Songwriters. Okay. And it's called the Fireside Sessions. So you might want to have a little listen to that.
0: Don't go wild, wildness instead. But um.
1: Well, it's only a month old. You haven't even listened to it. It might be amazing. It might be. And the fact that you didn't know that is upsetting But anyway <laughs> So um today, Now I am in two minds When I first had today, I hated it Hated it Detet- Detest Detest <laughs> Because it wasn't pokey computer And because it wasn't The Benz I don't even know what it was But then As I've Again it's kind of bloomed And there are some Cracking tracks on it How do I feel about it As a full album as opposed to a series of a couple of good tracks Do I even Do I love it? I went through a phase of really loving it And then, I don't know And what did people think about it? How did they even get there?
0: Well, that's what I'm going to explore Right, I haven't started yet, so I'm going to find that out um, And how did they get to that sound? How did they get there from Ok Computer? And yeah, When you
1: first heard it, did you love it? No, it. Same.
0: Hate it Didn't get it, didn't understand it Um,
1: probably says more about us than them
0: (laughs) Um, so final episode Kitty by Radiohead and then we are off on our holly bags holly bags for a bit of a breather
1: yeah sun
0: lots of sun alright let's get out of here and uh, get out into the sun thank you everyone we'll talk to you next episode bye bye
4: Somewhere else will not be half as cold as me